0: going on guys it's been uh a while since we've sat down and talked uh some things were going on had some guys that were sick hannah's been dealing with pt um and honestly i was just a little tired i think we all were a little tired needed a little break uh yeah but we're back we're here to talk some pirates baseball as always, it's the Murfanko Experience, Pittsburgh Baseball Now's very own podcast. And we're joined today by the two co-hosts with me, Anthony Dog or Big Bear Murphy and Nola Jeffy from the road. He is driving currently. And uh, we have riding we have riding a son. With Jeffy and Juju. Riding with Jeffy and Juju. Juju is here to give us <laughs> color commentary for the day. And I am very interested to see how Blippy is doing. Just if he watches Blippy. I'm not sure if he does, but every kid yeah, I see we, we don't, watches we
1: Blippi. We don't we don't do too much Blippi. We, we, we got a handful of other favorites.
0: Coco Melon.
1: Uh, well, actually, <laughs> we we haven't watched much Coco Melon. Anymore. It's it's a lot of La Granja and uh, Bob El Train right now. Mm. Um. Mm. There's the sunny the Sunny Bunnies. He loves Sunny Bunnies. I probably shouldn't say that because he's probably about to start yelling it at me now. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but boys what's going on haven't uh spoke on zoom in a while how's that uh, how's life treating you going Murph good. I see you Gotta shaking your head doing good
2: yeah you're doing good doing good and missed you guys glad to get back on here and get another one of these done
0: yeah absolutely yeah, we're,
2: we're glad you're healthy
0: now yeah, yeah. you look yeah. like dog shit like no offense you look like dog shit the last time we saw you was- man
2: i was not feeling good and that came it came out of nowhere too yeah just like bam man.
0: like uh the Oviedo dfa for Roanzi thing going down <laughs> yeah, are, are,
2: we, are we just going to dive into that because we we have to, to my, at
0: this point it, i mean the cat's I need something the to bag. get my
2: blood boiling before the next for, for the little, little one thing we want i want to little talk little rant about. Yeah, yeah absolutely
0: yeah. so As you all know, you guys are listening to it the next day of the recording, uh, which is Friday. So happy Friday to you. Uh, Ruanzi Contreras was sent down, AAA. A lot of people are pissed, including me. I think they could have handled that a hell of a lot better. And there's a lot of situations you could throw him into to stretch him out as a starter. Uh, We saw Shelton's comments uh, from Mackie saying they want to send him down with a specific set list I guess he said of things to do uh to stretch out as a starter um (laughs) I I I don't know I I I need a minute to collect my thoughts here so Murph you need your blood boiling so let's get your rant
2: going so so okay the way I look at it we all knew this was coming like deep down I, I don't think anyone could deny that like if what Because, like, you have to think about it, still waiting for Dwayne Underwood to come back and the roster getting cut down. The odds are Ronzi was going to spend some time in the minors. Yeah. I think what made this part, this so frustrating, was the collection of moves that happened with it. Mm -hmm. Between them bringing up Chase DeYoung, them uh, DFA-ing which I think – of everything that happened there, I think that part's the most frustrating of it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You, they spent so much effort, and I Cody, I know you and I talk about all the time, like you, about Underwood and his arm falling off and stuff like that from overuse. Yeah. And, and how much of that do you think was in part because they did their, because they spent the entire year sheltering a whole bullpen spot for Oviedo?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So you spent yeah. all that effort and time. In, in protecting him, and the first time you need a roster spot, he's just he's just gone. He's the guy you cast aside for a guy who, like, okay, he's a really good triple A starter, but yeah. he, 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 he does good in triple A.
1: But, yeah, that's kind of the irony of it is that you could Oviedo for someone like Chase DeYoung, who himself is probably going to be. You got 2 months and then he'll be cut loose. Yeah, yeah
0: that's yeah. exactly how I see it. I mean I De young is De young, and you can tell what he's going to throw and where he's going to throw it. He's very predictable. Even in Triple A he's predictable. I mean, he's not
2: fastball high, fastball yeah. high curveball low. That's yeah. that's, that's it.
0: <laughs> that is it. Two pitch mix, that's basically what he throws <laughs> and where he throws it. And <laughs> I think I think you hit the nail on the head with Oviedo. Why would you waste an entire bullpen roster spot for the entire year protecting him if you're just going to DFA him? Now you look at it and you have Soriano, who was let go, picked back up by the Angels. He was sent back. Mm-hmm. And now you have Oviedo, who you just DFA'd. So you basically just wasted, what, the first two picks in that Rule 5 draft? Yeah. Why even go there at that point? I get Soriano you couldn't help. He was hurt. That shit happened. You got hurt again. Fine. Yeah. But Oviedo, come on. I, I understand he had a really rough rehab uh, go of it uh, recently, and I think Nola was saying he was hitting, what, 93, you were saying, man?
1: Lots yeah. It's down like, down yeah, yeah, And the, I, it's just so weird because, again, yeah, they wait, wasted a roster spot on him for an entire season. You basically burnt an entire year of strategic in-depth development I mean, obviously, he was on hand with like MLB coaches, but you can't like put him in games to be working on stuff because they were sitting on him because they didn't want to him to get blasted too much. So, but so you essentially blew a whole year of development. And then now they're just like, mm. anybody else want him now?
0: <laughs> and if you think about it, he's pretty young for being in double A, OVA. Yeah. If you look at his age, I mean, what he was in low a at the beginning of last or mm-hmm. whenever before he was with the pirates. And then he jumps to the majors. He gets some major league experience and you're expecting either double A AA or triple A for him this year. And then it all goes to shit. It's, uh-huh. I get, I get the Rowanzi thing because it had to happen. We all saw it coming. Like Merck said, Dwayne Underwood's yeah. coming back. We're getting chopped down to 26 year real soon at the end of the month. He was pretty much going to be on the chopping block, as much as we don't want to hear. But the yeah. Oviedo thing is the thing that really sticks, I think, in all three of our crawls. Man, it, it, it's it's yeah, man. frustrating. Yeah, because
1: then in addition, because you could still look at the forty man, and it's like you still have all these other guys that it's like, okay, I would get rid of him first, him first, him first, him first. Yeah,
2: exactly. So there's a
1: bunch of other just land yap on the forty man. And you're like. Why Oviedo?
0: And why yeah. Chase DeYoung to take his spot? I mean, Oviedo probably exactly. could have done the same thing. It,
2: exactly, exactly. I mean, at this at this point, it, DeYoung's what he is. It, it's I I, and I think it's more of it was a collection of of everything. Like if you do these moves like separately enough to where it doesn't raise any flags or anything like that, you probably get away with it. I mean, not maybe not so much the the DFA Oviedo for for the young or something yeah. like that, but but if you can separate these things as much as possible, maybe maybe it doesn't look as bad, or maybe if you don't DFA Oviedo, you find someone else. But I, I I don't know, I don't know. Like we say, we knew it was going to happen. They, they. I mean, there are ways around it. The Cardinals are are doing something with Jordan Hicks right now, moving him from the bullpen to the rotation. Was it he started today or Thursday when when recorded? And um, was it he started, but he was on a forty-five pitch limit? I mean, the yeah. Pirates could have done something with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, it and even it's, the whole fact they used
1: him as a closer for what first? Well, the first year, and then he was hurt. I think for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, so, which is I yeah, there's options. And, and and I
0: think one of the more frustrating things, and it just popped into my head, the fact that we thought we dodged a bullet with Sam Howard getting sent down was surprising <laughs> enough. I'm thinking, oh, okay, Ruwanzi gets to live another day, and it exactly was just one more day. And it's like it's pretty- come on, I, man. I will say
2: that I will say though, because like we look at how like the rosters made up right now and kind of think try to think of looking forward to when they do have to start crunching numbers It it is interesting that that's who they cut uh contrary well, i don't want to say cut but they moved Contreras for DeYoung, Young and, and so it's it's kind of like they're kind of hanging on to the whole you know keep the starters ending short and they're going with the, all those like long relief guys granted is we're watching like right cody's bread and butter right there but <laughs> I guess it does open the door to where like as soon as he's a bit or they feel he's stretched out enough, they can make a move to put him straight into the rotation. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I I get it, but I love the way they approached it at the beginning. You put him in high leverage situations. You control his innings, control the number of pitches he throws and he gets to face, heart of lineups and it shows trust in the young kid. And I don't think any of us would argue that Contreras is probably the best, if not one of the best pitchers on this roster, as it speaks, the major league roster.
2: Depends on what you feel about David Bednar right now. Yeah. You still he. I, I, yeah. would, I would say, I, I would say he would probably be the only one that you can make a case is that, I mean, maybe make a case for Will Pro with the way he's pitching right now um I think that's kind of that'd be kind of buying into the sh- small sample size stuff we try to avoid yeah but um yeah Contreras is definitely shown he's one of the better pitchers on the staff I mean I do like I I just think there's a better way to go go about it better way to do it I, I get wanting to I remember the during the Brewers series they were talking about like how the Brewers like management would said that they thought that even if it's only a couple innings at a time, development in those kind of situations that Contreras is getting is by far better than any kind of development you can get at AAA.
0: Yeah.
2: So, and thinking about it, like watching, watching the game Thursday night, how much, how much better do you think it is for morale and just for the team in general if you can, even if you put Contreras out there for one time, two times through the lineup and then mm-hmm. take him out, games zero zero longer than immediately down and you're fighting and you're fighting to come back every single night. Yeah. E- even if you're holding him to three innings, that's got to be better for the team if it's three innings of one run, no run baseball all the time.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you saw uh, the at-bat against Yelich. And I know Yelich isn't the same as what he was during the MVP year before the contract, Mm -hmm. but the fact that he dotted a 97-mile-per-hour fastball top of the zone and Yelich couldn't do anything with it.
2: Disgusting.
0: Yeah, and then you saw his slider looked incredible uh, during that Brewers series, having guys flail. I mean, he made Juan Soto in the National Series look like uh, a T-ball player, and that's saying something. Juan Soto is – probably the second best baseball player right now I think it's a debate between Otani, what he's doing and Juan Soto you you could also make an argument from Mike Trout but either way top three baseball player right now and Rowanzi handled himself and that's like Oviedo yeah that's super frustrating biggest thing out of this but God, I, I just wish the
2: pirates would do something different and unpirate-like. <laughs> you know what's crazy that you just said that because I feel like we had, we've had, we had this exact same conversation like last year at some point mm-hmm. about just trying something different. We've yeah. seen this over and over again, and at some point, I just want to see some sign of progress. So I, I, I get it. I get it, and I will buy into it as long as the baseball system is broken the way it's broken. It's about the extra year. I'd rather get that full year of 2028 than have to either move him or deal him or something with him a year sooner. I get that. But at some point, isn't this why you build up this kind of farm system, this kind of depth on a farm system? So then then you you can can buy into it and you can take that kind of hit by having to move Contreras early or what, whatever you have to do with them a year early, that's fine because you built this amazing depth in the system. Mm-hmm. It should the extra year while it's nice while it's good shouldn't matter if you're building the team properly from top to bottom. It no. should not matter.
0: No, and if I'm not mistaken, Contreras was on the top uh, 100 list, right? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, So that so you have next, the you chance
2: extra
0: Exactly And that's what we say Is Charrington's bread and butter right? Continuing to build About that depth capital. Why not capitalize on that shit man? I, it's so frustrating And we hear Juju yeah. in the background Agreeing with us with his screeches yeah. of, of anger And yeah, I feel his, his, I pterodactyl I am. his
1: pterodactyl scream Is the uh, approval of like Why do I only do anything
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're raising them right, Nola. You're raising them right. Um, so let, let's transition into something uh more comical but yet serious. We we have we have Murph's <laughs> blood boiling uh as much as we can get at this point. We don't want to poke at Murph the bear too much, but uh you were at the Altoona Curve uh series, right? You you were there yeah. seeing some games, enjoying the show and uh, there was some extracurricular stuff uh, that occurred that kind of impeded your work there. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's get into that a little bit. Uh, you know, we need that beautiful setup that you always have yeah. in your articles. So set us up, set us a p- picture.
2: So, so um, if you follow me on Twitter or anything like that, you, you guys will know that I was at the last four games of the Altoona, Altoona Curve Richmond Flying Squirrel Series. We, uh, me, and my, we live about forty-five minutes to an hour away from Richmond, so got a hotel room to stay a couple of nights down there. Went down there, had a blast. It was amazing. Uh, there's, there's nothing better than going to to a, a live baseball game. Just the atmosphere, everything like that. Brat and peppers and onion. That kind of, it, it's just amazing, awesome. But, so <laughs> I guess I guess I'll, I'll say this, going to the game. You're paying money for it, so how do you want to spend your time at the stadium? Cool. If you, I and I will get that. I'm probably not not as a brag, but there probably weren't too many people as in in the stands as invested into these games as I was from from a you know professional stand, whatever you want to call. It. Hashtag. I, I, I was there. I was there for a reason, more than just to have a good time. I'm there to observe it because it's it's what I do. I, I write about. The players and stuff like that great opportunity for to get me inside so i get that not everyone's going to be invested in like that but if you're at a game be courteous wait until in between innings to get up and go get your food or to come back to your seat it was the friday game that i bl- i believe it was and and i get it too. i should have realized it too like we're I was, we were at in richmond there's like a, a college campus like right there too. so friday night yeah <laughs> weekend there are a lot of college kids there there was almost no one paying attention i was me me and kim we were the only two that were probably paying attention to that game in our entire section so i get it i get it if you're here to hang out with your friends and all that stay out of the way of the people that want to pay attention stay you know Yeah. Wait till it's done. And it finally got to a point to where I had to mention it to a couple people. (laughs) And I I don't I I don't I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be that guy. I don't wanna be that but like if you're standing up in the middle of the play and I'm sitting there and I'm watching the game, I'm taking like little notes and stuff as the game going on. I get you paid paid money, you just wanna chill. I also paid money for the tickets too. And I also have a lot more invested in it. Just sit down and let me watch the game. Yeah, it was like it, it, it went on like three three games in a row that I actually had to reach out and ask somebody to please sit down, please can you chill? Hey, can you not do this? Three games in a row, and that's coming from someone who usually would just like just shut up and deal with it. But it got to a point to where I was like, nah I I, I can't. So that's uh, quite that's the- more or less my t- 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 if you're at a baseball game sit down if you want to get a, this is any sporting event wait till the in between the innings go get your food wait at the top of the steps until the next inning to come back to your seat
0: and that Simple uh well. that bear growl is brought to you by uh yinzer nation from all of us <laughs> <laughs> i need to get a sponsor for a ramp section just for you like
2: i, I would love that yes <laughs>
0: Get, like, I don't know, Grizzly um, Chew or some, something bear-related just for your words. <laughs> Like, that would be epic, I, I have to admit. Um, Richmond also kind of uh, threw a little shade my way on uh, the old <laughs> Twitterverse. Um, that was
1: hilarious. Uh, it was
0: that, was, that was hilarious. It was a tweet about uh, Bradenton and how the greatest broadcast in minor league baseball going right now. I mean, they have the VLOs up, the camera's beautiful, the commentary's beautiful from a friend of the podcast, Spencer Smith.
2: Spencer Smith, the best. Spence, yeah,
0: he's the best. Um, Really pulling for your Mariners this year, Spence, if you're listening. I I, I definitely mess with the Mariners. They're cool.
2: Uh, Yeah, they're the late-night team that I usually tune into now, Yeah, West Coast, Yeah, if they're on, I –
0: but I, uh, I added Richmond. I said, uh, take notes uh, because Richmond, uh, Juju agrees. And I wholeheartedly uh, feel that, Juju, your rant. He's yeah,
1: he, he, he back you. there uh, talking about that Richmond uh, feed right now. He was like, <laughs> it was damn clouds, it was damn clouds. and
0: richmond the guy i'm pretty sure he's their announcer said we'll be sure to move those that pesky sun for you uh and all three of us said that would be great if you could get that done before (laughs) six o'clock because this is ridiculous you know you pay fifty dollars for the entire year and you got to deal with that sun right there like you have other cameras in the stadium you do like you don't have just one unless you're greensboro you have none which yeah uh, we're not going to get into that
2: but hey, you got to move they have, they have a probable starter announced for tomorrow already tomorrow friday they have a probable for tomorrow's game what
0: got into them because greensboro has been tweeting <laughs> shit out they, it, it's they insane. might have picked
2: up on us complaining <laughs>
1: I don't know, maybe it was that uh, didn't they put out some post recently about getting people voting for them for being like a some top business small yes, business
2: small or business. something? Yeah. Oh so they're on the of the game trying oh, okay. Yeah, they're trying game, to here schmooze us. Right, and we'll talk. They're probably like, hey, vote for us, we interact with the community and we're just like, no you don't. <laughs> the best interaction they can do is put a camera in.
0: Right. Uh, and then you gotta deal with that Winston Salem camera
2: feed. That looks oh. like from fifty years ago.
0: That's uh, I can't wait for next week because they
2: they played Bob Rome Costas type Rome. Shit. Rome had a really good stream for their games last year. Yeah, and that's a yeah. we're for a place uh, tomorrow. So uh,
1: Bowie, who says their name wrong and call it Bowie, their their feed's pretty trash too. It's right. it, the same it, as Altoonas.
2: Yeah, was yeah, it the is
1: it the, uh, is it the tri- Yankees AAA or Double A team? Staten uh, Island. Oh, sat.
0: that's a uh, double
1: A, right? Is, I, I can't remember that. Satin, that, I one. Know. that is double A, but that that one, ugh. ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I think even John's like, yeah, I think that's the worst one. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know if it can get worse than
2: Richmond, though. Like right at dusk where the sun's <laughs> coming. And you know what's, oh, you know what's crazy, too? They're, where they have the camera space behind home plate, it actually turns into a very good view. Like, if Altoona was able to get the camera down at that level, I wouldn't mind it being from behind home plate because their view, you can see everything that's happening. You can get a good judge on all the stuff that's going on.
0: Apparently Altuna's
2: going to fix it. Like, apparently
0: they're, like, working as they go to – excuse me, to make it better. It looks better. like it was
1: lowered
2: today. Yeah. It looks like it was lowered a little bit today. Yeah. I don't know if that was just me, but the it, like it was The Blake
0: Sable home run, you could see a lot more of the plate,
1: mm. which yeah. – I'm and cool, then I, yeah. I, I hadn't really noticed it this year because I, I, I mean I, I haven't been watching nearly as much as I had last year. But did they? Uh, do they still do the when like they're showing the camera from the? Uh, I forget which. I don't know if it's the home home dugout uh, showing up the picture and there's like a delay when they cut from that camera to the mm. uh, home. Uh, I think it's the center field camera or yeah. home plate camera. Is that I, I just remember the pitcher would be winding up the throw of the ball. They, they would go into their windup, it would cut to the other camera, and then they'd be
2: going into their windup. And I was like, wait a second.
0: <laughs> like a delayed uh, <laughs> camera switch? Yeah.
2: If, if, yeah. if I can add on to my, if I can add on to my, my last rant on Please there, do. minor league camera people or broadcasting teams or whatever like that, we do not want to see the hitter the <laughs> entire time like right up to the pitch. We just want to see the pitcher. We just want to be able to see the pitch and everything like that. There's too many times when I tried to record games last year and, and, and do the clips and everything like that. The entire pitch would just be the hitter swing. You don't see the pitch or anything like that. You just see that. Or it switches yeah. over too late. We don't want to see that. Yeah. We, we want to see everything that's going on. Bradenton does very well at that. You can Bradenton's follow all... they're, yeah. they're, that guy's not wrong. They are the best at
0: it. Oh yeah. What was it? Uh who was it? I think he's for that Baseball America. Cooper. It Cooper, was J.J. JJ Cooper, Cooper, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, Spence did the humble brag quote, tweeted it. I see Spence getting that following yeah. going. I I can dig it, man. Um, well, it's it's yeah. only
1: because the Black Bears aren't in the game right now, so.
0: Well, I mean, you you got Twitter famous with Black Bears shouting you out, saying "Bless your heart." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey man. Oh yeah you got you gotta go with it it's uh it's pretty cool in uh, West Virginia, you've been hyping them up this whole time they finally yeah. recognize uh, the love I mean real
1: recognizes real right that's it Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> juju what do you think like, about it what do you think juju no okay
0: you should busy the he does not give the pterodactyl screech of approval. There,
1: there, there was some uh, road work going on, so I think he's uh, focused on the flashing blue lights.
0: Oh, there it is. I heard the pterodactyl screech there, yeah.
1: All right, he <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll get an old McDonald and a farm EIO out of him, too. Hey,
0: that's uh, was that. that might be his disapproval. We, we haven't but, quite uh, figured uh,
1: out the code yet. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> But uh, – and then going back to, like, the camera thing with the Black Bears, I what because I'm, I'm going to assume the issue is that they couldn't hold a full-season team because of the college team. Mm. It's probably why they don't have a team – or have a full-season minor league team anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that like, mm. conflict with the Mountaineers too often, probably.
0: Well, that and the fact that the players had to, like, get dressed in a chicken coop. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Appalachian League and and the New York Penn League, I guess you could hear horror stories from, like, the shit the players had to go through just to get, like, warmed up and changed and all that. Mm. Um, that especially, especially Appalachian what, League.
2: What? Minor league teams with subpar faci- facilities? That's unheard of.
1: That's completely rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, uh, that was supposed to be one of the, uh, I guess, we'll say credentials to maintain a club with this downsizing. Because I know that was one of the things with uh, New Orleans and partially why they lost their team was because their facility was so bad and, like, outdated and needed updated. Again, we have, like, flooding problems. Yeah. And they didn't want to do anything about it. So just like, deuces, we're going to Wichita. Now, the
0: baby cakes, what, uh, who are they affiliated with? I forget.
1: Uh, well, they were affiliated with the Marlins. That's okay. But now it's
0: the Wichita, uh, storm chasers or barn chasers, something like that. Wind, Some, wind surge. Wind surge. That's it. And then they, they just
1: came out with their, uh, Copa. Their new Copa. It was the uh, Tug. Wow, what was it? Or Tub? Tub? Uh, Turbo Tubs or Tub Turbo?
2: <laughs> What's you, going you know, on, it's man?
1: Actually, it's actually pretty badass. It's like because it's it's like the uh, I don't know if y'all have ever looked into like the Copa uh, gear, kind of like how the Marauders do the Barber Negras,
0: uh-huh.
1: like. Yeah. Across the entire, like, minor league systems, like, they're all adding, like, the San Antonio missions are like, the chonclas, flying chonclas. Um, so, Wichita's thing is, it was, like, turbo tubs or tub turbos or something. It was actually pretty, which is some throwback to, they used to have, like, tub races across the Arkansas River or something. I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: Hey man, minor league baseball gotta get money somehow, and if it's gotta be some gimmicky shit, I mean Altoona is what they're the mountain city or something like that tonight, Thursday they they're selling off those jerseys. What? In uh, yeah, yeah,
1: I think that's what it was. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's I don't know. I like I like the way the jerseys looked. It, it was a little that different. jersey jerseys look good tonight. Yeah, I liked. Uh, what was the last year they did? It was like bat or bass or something fish. Something oh, yeah, the fish one, yeah, yeah, the fish one. I remember that. Yeah, I I tried it. Uh, yeah,
1: what what was it? I don't even remember. Oh, like, trout. Yeah, it was it was like there's steak fish or something. I don't remember. Which yeah. is funny because I had I, I got one of them. I got the Omar <laughs> Cruz <cruise> one. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember that. You got to pull it out the old trunk. Um, okay, so Murph, I, I know you also wanted to speak on the radar gun.
2: That was going on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fix the radar garbage gun, Richmond. I get not everyone throws ninety nine, but I don't think anyone out there on that field that week threw thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I might have, but I mean, yes, yeah, maybe, but no one out there threw thirty eight. Had a couple of like forty fours on some pitches that like were clearly the loudest pop in the glove of the night, and it came out as forty four so um picture right on that cheese yeah was it like, Tanaj happening to throw 34 <laughs> that's something that, like it said like 56 it said like 56 for him when i'm like i'm, I'm like i know that's not right it's <laughs> <laughs> throwing the knuckleball all of a sudden yeah that, that's 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 not right like i when Tanaj came in i moved all the way down to almost like the front row
0: yeah to,
2: to watch and it came in and i looked up at it and i said like 50 something i'm like that's not right <laughs> <laughs> That's so a little
1: off
0: what did what like I want to get your you know because you were there live so how did Tanaj look live like we saw what he looked like on camera but you know was he
2: trying anything different that you could see not not really I can see so like i didn't I didn't notice the um the the like little double lake kick
0: mm-hmm.
2: as much if at all um just, I mean they, they didn't didn't see too much different compared to last year the velocity when it was reading right hopefully maybe still kind of seemed like it was a little bit down
0: mm.
2: on there um, which I that's guess a bit him disappointing. Going to, with him going down to like the like single inning like an actual reliever that that's yeah. kind of iffy and every time someone connected every time someone put something in play it got hit hard Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like it, it was it was a, like he gave up the home run. I think it was the Thursday night or the Friday night game. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that got hit hard. And then there's a couple other very loud outs. One, the last one, Marcano had to make like a really nice play to to, to catch it. Tapioca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. I don't know. So it's still so probably it's early. Still adjustments to be made. He could still yeah. be working on stuff. Control that Double pump down. kick. Very interesting like footage. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. So, yeah. I mean something to keep the hitters off balance. But How is if, if, uh, if he gets back to throwing like the the high, the upper 90 stuff and doing that that's going to be really That's hard a game changer. Yeah.
1: How I mean did, I, I uh, still think we already
2: won the loop loan trade.
0: Yeah I, yeah,
1: I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can't really argue with the
0: results with the loop trade. I mean...
1: At this point, I don't know if anybody won that trade.
0: Yeah. I mean... Well, if Mendoza, they it, they Mendoza's, Mendoza's back,
1: though.
2: Yeah?
0: I don't know. Yeah. How did Funkmaster Flex look with that uh, funky-ass delivery? That We're all disappointed <laughs> that his delivery isn't
2: looking nice on MLB The Show. Yeah, that, that needs to be fixed. But... I could, like, when you could say, you know, the, the expression, like, I could spot him a mile away, yeah. never meant more than him, because we were <laughs> sitting on the other side of the field, pretty much, yeah. compared to where Altoona's bullpen was, and I looked over there, and I'm like, oh, well, they got someone in the bullpen, and I kind of glanced, and I see, the, like, the little thing with the, the chopping with the feet. I'm like, oh, that's Omar Cruz. <laughs> and Kim goes like, are, "Are you sure? How can you see that?" It's like, "Oh, I know." I oh, you can tell. <laughs> that. Yeah, that delivery—that's Omar Cruz.
0: That dude looks like he's in a rave every time he pitches yeah. from the stretch.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like someone needs to edit that right now. Put Omar Cruz pitching in like a rave setting with like strobe yeah. lights and shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> because it would be perfect, and I would definitely retweet that video daily because yes, yes. Every,
2: t- that, every time he goes out to the pitch that's getting oh, thrown out awesome music.
0: <laughs> speaking of sponsor music uh it's not quite sponsored but i hope you guys enjoyed the new intro music for the podcast i gotta shout out my man harrison uh he does phenomenal work uh with music i've known harrison for about five years now since i've been with hannah she was uh friends with uh, his fiance or girlfriend, I'm not quite sure how that is working out, but um, makes awesome music. So I will definitely link his yeah. Twitter bio um, in the description so you guys can follow him uh, and ask anything for your musical needs like 50 bucks and he'll make anything. So <laughs> yeah, Harrison Old Ham, or how he likes to say it for the fancy people Elder Pork. Yeah. It's it's right right there in the novel. I like that. That's (laughs)
2: That's next level stuff right there. Oh,
0: yeah. Harris is cool, man. Um, But the next topic that I really wanted to get into, and we saw a particular uh, new Pirates prospect kind of jump onto the scene, and Murph was there live to see him, and that's Connor Scott. And I kind of wanted to get into the conversation of the entire Jacob Stallings Hall, or I guess you can't call it a Hall, return was the word I was looking for and kind of grade it and see how we're feeling early in the season now with how the guys are performing uh, since the Stallings trade. So let's start off with Connor Scott Murph. You were there live and in person to see this kid play. Is the hype real from what we're seeing on Twitter? Is this kid someone we should definitely be looking out for kind of like how Matt Frazier jumped
2: onto the scene. I think he was, def- I mean, he was definitely, probably, would say he was the afterthought of that trade. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think people kind of gravitated towards Zach Thompson because he's more major league ready, so more people were going to get yes. to see him immediately. And then Kyle Nicholas maybe was, but I mean, Connor Scott was—he was a was first-round pick, and he hits the ball hard,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like all week. When he made contact, it it made a very loud crack every time he runs good on the bases he plays good defensively um, he has a great approach he walked like four or five times just in the games that I was there. so yeah yeah maybe maybe we did kind of over overlook him or maybe not I know I know I could probably say that I did I, I maybe didn't give him the extra look or anything like that maybe because he was new wanted to get have a chance to actually see him in the system. And play some games and stuff like that, but of everyone that I watched that weekend, Connor Scott stood out by far over everybody.
0: And you know, and it wasn't I, close. I'm not, I'm cheating a little bit here. I'm looking at uh, his Fangrass page. You look at his weighted runs created plus right now. It's two forty three. Like that yeah, obviously isn't yeah. gonna stand. No, but, but he jumped some, like the... Michael
1: Chavis numbers you <laughs> batting 500
0: uh coming into the what was it the milwaukee series uh and we we can't sleep on chavis man since he's been a pirate i know the injury happened but he's been tearing the cover off the ball yeah
1: yeah yeah
0: i mean that might be one of charrington's lottery ticket pickups that might actually be serviceable like Alfred, you can kind of throw him out the window. You can't really.
1: <laughs>
0: he's bombing it though in Indy. I need another
2: home run today. Yeah, it was uh, Alfred. Chase Young and... was part of a no hitter with Indy. Yeah, do you mean... think he's going to do that in the majors? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope hey, so. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would eat all the crow. Dallas it's... Dallas Braden has a no hitter. Chase Young can too. Uh, Dallas Braden. Wasn't at the time that bad of a picture <laughs> at that time. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Scott's age too,
0: and I didn't know this. He's only twenty two.
2: Yeah, he was a high school kid when they when they drafted him, and he and he came out came out of the same draft swagger he did.
0: You know. <sighs> I don't know. 34 plate appearances, like I said, so not a whole lot to go off of. But like you said, he's walking hey, a good it's bit. It's not
1: 86, though.
0: No, it isn't quite 86. We cannot get Rant Guy's stamp of approval just yet for an extension. So we have to wait uh, a couple more games to figure this out. Darn. <laughs> about, about a month,
1: darn.
0: Yeah, about a month, darn. and then we'll give the kid $12 million for an extension. Easy Over move. 12
1: years.
0: Over Well... Well, he might go 10 years just because he's 22.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Don't want to sign him that long. He's that old already.
0: You know, we don't want the guy 32 years old now. We, we got to ship him no, off pretty soon. No, right, right in the midst of his prime. Who wants that? No. But, you know, you got Connor Scott. Kind of, okay, I kind of think of it like this. You know how everyone was focused on Marcano for the Fraser trade? Mm-hmm. And then Sawinski kind of jumped off the board and he started looking a lot like the centerpiece of the deal, finally. Do you think Scott can become kind of like Sawinsky or even more of a centerpiece in that deal?
2: Mm. I don't know because if there's someone who I like almost as good as Connor Scott, I was it weekend, Nicholas? it was Kyle Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean was he, what was he throw? he threw He's a no hitter? Really good. Yeah, yeah. He was perfect. He was perfect. Oh, perfect. Right, right, right. Yeah, he was perfect through those four innings. He looked good. Um, I don't know. Sometimes
1: I feel like with these trades that charity is just kind of like trolling us. (laughs)
2: Because
1: even yeah, like the the Fraser trade and all that, and they try to be like, We really wanted Marcano, and I'm like, really? Like. That's that's who you really wanted. Like I don't know about that. And then even with the Stallings traded, I mean Thompson was interesting, but he was still like a mid late twenties reliever that could be a starter, but like a back end spot starter. You know the same thing are three four inning pitchers that we have a button of. He's a Cody starter. Just say it. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, he's a Cody starter. <laughs> so that's why it's like. Is he really the centerpiece? And I, it just, it feels like they, they kind of put it across that way, but I don't think it actually is. Mm.
0: So a bit of a troll job, you think?
1: Uh, I don't know. Link? I'm sorry, to think that... mm.
0: Yeah, and I think one of the things that, at least I'm disappointed with, is when Charrington came in, and Nola, you've said this countless times in the chat, it's like, he was going to be upfront honest about everything and it would change from what Huntington did where it was like just transparent and mm-hmm. it, it was like the basic corporate bullshit that you would hear on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis yeah um, and then you see Charrington it's like oh you start to like see that uh, office The office meme where it's like corporates asking you to tell the difference between these two pictures, and you say they're one and the same. And I'm not quite ready to go there just yet, but these moves, man, are looking a lot like something Neil Huntington would do.
2: The the Rowanzi thing gave me a big old push in that direction. Yeah. That whole (laughs) this whole saga today. It gave me a whole big push in that direction.
0: Yeah. O'Neal Cruz, we can kind of feel it, but then Rowanzi, yeah, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I at least feel like on the trading side of things, um, Ben. Because the thing is, that Neo did make those kind of trades where he tried to get some like high upside kids. Because even when we talk about like Reynolds, I mean, Reynolds wasn't really splashy when we traded McCutcheon for him. But at the same time, he he hadn't even been in Double A yet at that point. Yeah. Um, and I I can't remember was I can't remember if he was coming off the hammock bone surgery or. It happened in his first year with the Pirates. I can't remember that part, but I think it was coming off of it. Yeah. And, but he hasn't done so much of the Garrett Cole type trades returns. But then again, we haven't been in a position where something like that would happen yet. Because I mean, even when you look at what um, Oakland Athletics did, did off season so, you know they got <laughs> they got a haul for Olsen, and you're like holy crap wow but then uh yeah. um, and then who was who was the other big name the, the the third baseman they traded after that oh, yeah chapman. yeah and then then you look at their chapman return you're like that that really? one was like the that one was like the cold trade and you're like I mean it's, it's I guess serviceable MLB ready guys I guess. I, I don't know It...
0: Are you feeling the quantity over quality type thing that I'm starting to feel?
1: Yeah uh, he a little bit yeah. at the same time I, I think he's he's been kind of instead of getting like those triple A just almost ready type guys he's at least going a level below or two levels below that to get someone with a little more upside
0: yeah. I'm starting to get a lot of mixed messages with how he treats triple A. Uh Charrington himself, because you know, you go back to the quote when he was with the Red Sox, and I think it was Xander (laughs) Bogarts he was talking about. Like triple A is a wasteland, pretty much Mm -hmm. is how Charrington put it. And we're not all that shit. And then you got guys like O'Neal Cruz, Ravonzi Contreras now, uh, going to AAA and Sam Howard as well. And Howard's not on the level as those two, but it's like okay is it a wasteland or isn't it a wasteland are we actually teaching these kids things or not if you feel like it's a wasteland send them down to double a who gives a shit i mean the quality yeah, yeah. of competition is probably better in double a than it is in triple a
1: yeah i don't know especially with these first three series with indie because if you look at those the rosters they played against i mean like the... minnesota yeah i'll give you that well, yeah, the St. Paul team was pretty stacked. The Royals team, I mean, you had Melendez, Prado. I mean, they had a pretty stacked roster. And then this week against the Guardians, AAA team, Columbus, they're pretty stacked with prospects. So it, it might have just – I mean, last year it was kind of meh. But if you, I don't know. So far, at least this year, it seems like there's a lot more higher-end, talented AAA rosters. So maybe they are like, hey – it's, it's a good opportunity Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunate
0: enough, O'Neill Cruz is starting off slow like he usually does. And here come the rant guy type things to where it's like, okay, we're starting to think O'Neill Cruz sucks. It's like, okay, man, you got to give it a minute here. He hasn't even had 100 at-bats yet in AAA. You got to give it some time. But it is starting to look a little – I don't know. I mean, defense looks a little it's,
2: off. Defense looked really bad the last couple of games. I was being uh, kind, and, but yeah, yeah no, it, no, I'm not going to be. <laughs> I mean, it it, it yeah, looked, and, and what is it? He had kind of a goof like a couple games ago that got pointed out. to me. And I had to go back and watch it. He probably should have been charged the next snare out, out there. He kind of went after a ball pretty of <laughs> days you know. And Juju agrees. <laughs> yes, yes, that was an emphatic. I agree. He, uh, he's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's early. I'm, I'm not, if, it's not if time to have hit to the give, panic button yet, right? No, no, if if your reason is to, they're, they're struggling, is their batting average right now, then it, it's not a good reason to say that he's struggling. Yeah. If you want to give some other reason on it that maybe causes concern, yeah, listen to that. Um, I, I think it is a little worrisome that, that that he's having issues getting down to some of those pitches below. I don't know if which that's is the height weird. thing or the swing thing, which I mean, kind of like those runs he hit, they were nice, but are those things that you really wanted him consistently swinging at? No. Because this is, now watching him play, this is exactly why you don't want him swinging at those kind of pitches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He creates these kind of swings and misses like this.
1: I mean, I guess there is a question. You kind of question a little bit. That is he pressing a little too much, maybe right now because he like he could in be his, in his
2: mind. He's like, I'm right there. I am right there, about to make it. He's trying to show, or he's trying to show them. He's like, you know, hey, you guys should have kept me up here. I'm gonna show mm-hmm. you why you should have kept me up here. And now he's struggling, and now he's pressing. And well, just, I, just go ahead brings- and hit the ball.
0: This brings me back to an article that Gary Morgan wrote and he talked to a former scout or something of that sort. I think it was last year he wrote it or a couple of years ago. And you can see when a prospect is ready or uh, should be in the majors. And one of the signs that you see is he's struggling against competition. He shouldn't be struggling against. And it's kind of more of a mental thing to where they're pissed off and they don't want to be there. And they're not really,
2: uh, performing up to it. stuff yeah 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 and it's kind okay. of
0: like a better than that kind of scenario where I'm better than this and you start to see the play kind of drift away and I'm not saying that that's where Cruz is at I don't know where the man is mentally I don't know him or live with him so I can't really say anything to that but that's something to keep in mind at least is Is him underperforming more of he's not ready or able to, or is it more he's kind of pissed off? And that's kind of concerning when you think about it as well. So, I mean, that's a little Cody nugget to keep in your brain as you're listening to this. Mm -hmm. Murph, what, what are your thoughts on, you know, just that little nugget there?
2: Do you think it's more of a mental thing with Cruz? I can see it. I can see it. I can, they talk about so much like baseball being a mental game. And if mentally you're you're not in it because, you, and, and and like I'm not saying that like Cruz has this attitude to where like he's better in her, but like yeah. there comes a, a there comes a point to where like if you're a prospect and you're this kind of rated prospect, if you feel like you don't belong there, I I can see I can see it I can see it messing with you mentally, yeah. like I know we saw him hit against major league pitching. We, even if it's a, it was an incredibly small sample size. We saw him do it. He saw, obviously saw himself do it. So if he has that mindset that like, yeah, I can go out and hit major league pitching right now. What am I doing here? I can see it mentally affecting him a bit. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I said, we,
0: we know nothing as to where his mentals are at. We, we can't yeah. speak on it, but it's all speculation at this point. And, that's kind of our job is to speculate at this point because we have yeah. no information on it. If
2: you have information, the we got to so. think of something. Yeah. I love
1: speculating. Do you love speculating? Uh, <laughs> yep. I uh, love speculating. I don't love hitting dead zones while driving, but I love speculating.
0: <laughs> and I must say, while we were recording, Yoshitsutsugo hit his first extra base hit of the year.
2: What? Yeah, I just looked up and it was. You know what's concerning here? And like we're talking in past tense now to people listening, yeah. but we both are long swing guys that we're supposed to be using. They're using in the same game now.
0: I saw they used Crow. Did they use Peters again?
2: Peters Peter Peters just came in.
0: See, I think it was who pointed so out? I know was Bryce
2: it? got pulled after three. How
1: many pitches was he at? Uh Bryce? Yeah, uh,
2: Bryce threw 60. Mm. Mm. Crow mm. through
0: 45 And If you keep him at
2: 45 That should buy you a less day You need to rest him to get back out there
0: Yeah, and I think it was Stilo Or uh, Gone Post Kevin, he's back Thank God, because I miss Kevin's posts Or tweets, <laughs> this isn't Facebook Um I think they pointed out that they like to use Peters with uh, Thompson Uh I have no idea why, but I think – I don't know. The way the – like, I I wrote an article on it. The Pirates have handled the bullpen rather well, and I'm a fan of how they're using it. Charrington spoke to it on a show on Sunday, and when we end the show, I'll get to how my day went uh, covering the game from the PNC part because that was extremely fucking fun. Um, But they're using Peters with Thompson, and – they're using Crow in the same kind of role. And then they were using Rowanzi and Yahore. I like the way they used it. Yes. But when they had Zach Thompson face Christian Yelich with the bases loaded, mm. with Dylan Peters mm. hot in the pen, he was hot. And you have Thompson face Yelich and he gives up the bomb. That game could be completely different if you throw Peters in there. Lefty mm-hmm. on lefty, Yelich struggles. Uh, past two years have been evident and yet give Thompson one more batter. And it was, it blew up in their face. And I said it on Twitter. I've been very complimentary of how they've handled the bullpen, but that was a huge mistake.
2: Yeah. That's probably one of the, and it's probably saying, probably saying something. I, I'm not going to pretend that I, 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 you know, my focus is generally on, on the minor leagues. So, like the day to day gaffes that Derek Sheldon has had this year, I'm probably not going to be familiar with outside the lineups because I see people complain about it every day on Twitter. The lineup. Get Diego Castillo Uh, in there every game. Yes. (laughs) Uh, um, But yeah, that's that's probably up there as far as gaffes that he's had this year. Yeah. I get
0: having faith in Thompson. I get it. And he's a professional pitcher. Yeah. And he should get the it's out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But you got to play the numbers game, and if the pirates yeah. are about the numbers game, and which Charrington said himself, he is, and the matchups, then go with the right matchup. Follow my formula, you will win a World Series.
1: I say, yeah. even past the whole numbers thing, I mean, it's just at that point. I mean, that's a lot of stress up because, I mean, he he had been. Fumbling there for a little while before I even got to Yelich. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're putting extra miles. I mean, not miles on the arm, probably, but you know, a lot of like extra high stress pitches and pitch count was going up a lot. And just that inning alone, mm-hmm. and um, even the outs I, I know, just... that
0: were recorded, they were hit hard they were hit deep. Yeah, at that ballpark and. You know when a pitcher's tired, he starts missing pitches up, and he was yeah. doing that. And come on, man, it's basic science there. You got to pull them. Yeah. You Got to. But I don't know. That that's for another conversation, another day. Pirates are winning four three currently on Thursday, top of the seventh, and I'm living. Oh, they still it.
1: winning. Woohoo!
0: Yeah, they're still winning. I'm living for it. As long as we beat the Reds in the basement. Race, I'm cool with that because then my predictions were right. And I always need a little feather in my cap, even if it's something as uh, minuscule as not finishing last.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: But guys, yeah. you know, as we're drifting towards the end of this podcast, I need to give you a little bit of uh, my story first ever game I covered live at the ballpark. Uh, It was extremely fun. It was a privilege and an honor. You know, I sat right beside Alan Saunders of Pittsburgh Baseball Now and AP and all that other shit that he does. Incredible stuff. And I learned so goddamn much just from being at that game and seeing how the ins and outs worked and being in the, you know, the clubhouse in general was uh, nerve wracking to say the least. I mean, you're just thrown into the fire. You go up to the player and you ask him questions, see if he has time. And I tell you what, as a guy that suffers from major anxiety issues and has a speech impediment since I've been in kindergarten, I stutter a lot when I'm nervous. Uh, It was so cool to just experience that and to conquer that and to be involved in the day-to-day process. It it was incredible. And, you, you know, you guys saw the pictures and you know, you followed along with my commentary, even though it was bad, I'm sure. Uh, and, you know, just staying after the game and writing and, and just getting into the shit that I want to actually do with my life. It, it was great to feel, you know, I could do something with my degree that I earned after 20 years, it felt like. But it, it was fun, you know, and it was, like I said, great, great experience. And I can't wait to do it when we play the Padres not, I shouldn't say we, when the Pirates play the Padres. I got my dad in me still. I still call them we. Uh, when the Pirates play the Padres, uh, not this Sunday, but next Sunday at home.
2: It was just a great experience, guys. And that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Man. I know we're all, I'm happy for we're you. all proud, proud of you, proud of you for, for doing that. I know it's coming from another person who suffers from that, that you know, anxiety and stuff like that. that's 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 a huge step to take. And I I think I think one day I'll probably bite the bullet and just get it get it too because that's 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 always for for I don't know how many years something I've been wanting to experience as well. I tell you what, I picked the most
0: terrible picture ever for my press credentials. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like
0: it's like the typical fifty year old dad on Facebook's profile picture, like the downward angle when you see the dub chin. It was terrible,
1: and my smile
0: was all, uh, looking ugly. Better than
1: a lot of the photos I've taken.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, same. I, I miss your beard. <laughs> I miss it so much. Guys, a li- little bit of <laughs> coverage here. Uh, Nola had a luscious beard for the longest time. Then he had to mm-hmm. shave it off, and he did it before and after. And I, 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 I cried. I cried because Looks we were like no longer – we are no longer the three bearded person. musketeers. No, I don't, I don't yeah, want, want a job guys, no more. I want, I want my UPS. beard. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, when I drove for UPS, I had to shave. I looked like a
2: 12-year-old. So, I feel yeah, the pain. That's right. why I don't That's why I don't shave. Yeah.
0: I definitely would Come get on. carded.
2: Definitely. And, uh, carded. I'm going to have to go
1: complete bare-faced here again next week, so God damn it. It's it's just an all around shame. Um, But guys, you
0: know, we're going to wrap up the show here. Uh, It's great to be back. Great to be talking with the boys and talking with you uh, personally. I think it was pirates faithful who tweeted something out to us saying uh, he wants us to cover, you know, rank the pirates prospects, you know, from the typical grade scale from uh, S to F and just rank them. And, I'm all for it, but let's wait until midway through the minor league season to get a larger sample size, not just 86 at bats, wink, wink, and start to grade these guys and see how everything rolls. Um, But as usual, as we wrap up the show, we're going to give out our socials so you can follow us on the Twitterverse because that's where we live most of our lives anymore. Um, So I'll start off. <laughs> um, uh, for me, I would appreciate a follow on Twitter at Uh That's M-U-R-P-H-A-N-K-O. Uh, we're up to I think fourteen hundred and forty followers, so that's Ooh, cool. I guess close to fifteen hundo. Uh, I wish I had fifteen hundo in the bank account because that would be great right now. <laughs> hey, I'll send my cash app too. You want to give me some money, guys? That would be great.
2: Mm-hmm. I need uh, some tacos definitely use you could it. do that you could do the thing on twitter where you ask for ask for tips now you know like i want
0: to i want to point that out that uh john baker has tips on does his he? uh yeah he does if you go What's, to his profile
1: it's, what it's, it's, it's <laughs> totally well, uh, obviously you, you know that if you get money for tacos we're gonna ask for that money
2: back if you get
1: flour tortillas
2: absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. Murph would jump on my ass quicker than White on Rice, man. I, if, 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 if somebody says tortillas again, they might get jumped jumped down as well. Grassy ass. What you don't like quesadillas? You don't like quesadillas. Um, Kim does or that. The, I mean, I think she does apodos? that on purpose. She does. She does. That. I think Kim does that on purpose to annoy me. Jalapeno. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be like, make me a. She went like, make me a steak quesadilla. I'm just, I just look, I just stare at her. I'm like, change that word, and I'll go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Murph, man, give out your socials, you big bear some bitch.
2: As always, give me a follow at double underscore Murphy eighty eight.
0: Simple as
2: that. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's doing yes. really good. We're up to like, we're. Very close to fifty subscribers. We've had like we're up over eleven thousand views now, something like that. And Fuck yeah, well over half of that has been within the last month. So that's awesome. Keep it going. Man.
0: I didn't know you were close to fifty. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I'll definitely put uh, the link as I always do from our YouTube channel, so you guys can subscribe. Uh, and, and if
2: you're on if you're on Twitter, it's in my bio as well.
0: They know that because you're
2: famous. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't have 1,400 followers. I just hit 700 today. So, <laughs> I oh, you're, not at si-
0: you're not at 699 anymore?
2: No, no, unfortunately. God I had damn one, it. One person That's follow a me. Yeah. Perfect number. I should have taken a screenshot of it while I was at it. You should have.
0: Well, I'll unfollow <laughs> you so you can screenshot it and I'll follow you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nola, the Bayou Baddie, the man on the road, the uh pterodactyl screech dad. Give your follow, man. <laughs> oh
1: man. Uh at Nola Jeffy. n-o-l-a j-e-f-f-y without the uh. Yeah, you gotta leave out the uh. You could put a blech in there though. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> but guys, we love you very, very much. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, stay tuned uh i'm gonna probably move to daily just little 15 minute episodes to give you previews for the next pirates uh game kind of like around the horn but audio so definitely appreciate you boys and girls we love you very much and most importantly boys let's go, go, go Bucks. Bucks. later on